You have the American dream. You own your own business. But owning a business turns out to be more than you thought. It's a pain in the neck. You're not getting where you want to go. You're not getting what you want to get. And you're working 97 hours a week. We're here to help you fix that. This is the Small Business Celebration Podcast. I am your host, Michael Roberts, and on this podcast, you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Before we begin our interview with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you, the listener, for helping Small Business Celebration reach a significant milestone. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you're about to hear an example of why. 1,750-plus business owners, partners, general managers, presidents, CEOs connect with Small Business Celebration on a weekly basis. When you consider Kern County has just over 10,000 small businesses, 1,750-plus weekly connections is a big deal. We want to thank the tremendous content that our Visioneer guests continue to provide this podcast, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who have subscribed to this podcast, internalized our guests' valuable insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business. And we thank you. Our guest this morning is with Kathy Guerrero, who is the owner of Black and Sterling Management Company. And if you hear some clanking and things like that in the background, it's because we are here at beautiful Stockdale Country Club here in Bakersfield, California. And Kathy, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And tell us a little bit about who Black and Sterling Management Company is and what that you do. Black and Sterling Management is a very small association management company. And what we specialize in is actually being an office manager for groups of people so that they can go out in the field and do what they do and not have to worry about the administrative end of it. And your name is not Black or Sterling. It is not. So, so tell us a little bit where the name of the company came from. I just liked it. It sounded big. Mm-hmm. So my big aspirations, if I were to grow, it would still fit. It didn't mm-hmm. sound like Kathy Guerrero and company. So it sounded big. I do wear sterling an awful lot. <laughs> I don't wear gold at all. It just sounded sweet to me. For a management company, what kinds of organizations and groups and trade groups do you manage? You hit one nail on the head, trade groups, mm. professional associations. I managed for five years the American Society of Ocularists. Mm. They make prosthetic eyes. Hmm. Um, I've managed the Executives Association of Kern County for the last 23 years. I manage women leaders in business, mm-hmm. trade groups, professional groups, clubs, associations, any kind of group that is membership-driven mm. where their members do not want to volunteer to run the group. This sounds like, and one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you, is that this is next-level networking. This is more than just the occasional mixer that comes up that's open to the public and open to the business. And give us a little bit of background on what's so significant about these trade groups and why they're so important. Well, trade groups are important because they help the tradesmen, the professionals, Mm -hmm. stay on top of their game. Mm -hmm. Um, They continue education, most of them. They share best practices with each other. Uh, They pass business around. They gossip a little bit. It's good 
for trade groups to be able to network with their peers. Mm-hmm. One of the groups that you manage is the EAKC. And mm-hmm. first of all, what does EAKC stand for and what is it that they do? It stands for the Executives Association of Kern County. Mm-hmm. And they provide an atmosphere for business owners to gather mm-hmm. and share information and trade business. How is the atmosphere or what makes the, a meeting with the EAKC fundamentally different? I think it is ownership. Mm-hmm. The owners are in the room. And I think that it's consistency. Mm. When you go in the room, you're, you're looking at the same people every week. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at a, a lot of new faces. Mm. So when you're coming in, you're seeing your doctor every week. Mm. You're seeing your accountant every week. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's consistency, familiarity. Um, You're actually building relationships, Mm. like deep relationships. They're not surface, here's my card. Mm -hmm. These are deep, long-lasting relationships. Where you find out about the kids, the the spouses, the background, and, you know, how was your golf game last week? Yep. Were you the founder of the EAKC? I'm not the founder. There were 12 founders, and one of them was a former councilman, Harold Hansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were about 12 of them. They were founded in December of 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have a couple of founding members in the room. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I am not the founder. I am the third executive director. And you mentioned that you had other organizations that you managed, and one of them, you said they were the Women Leaders in Business. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about that organization. So Women Leaders in Business is a group of women. It was the brainchild of a couple of women who wanted to create an environment Mm -hmm. where women um, who run businesses could actually get together in the same room Mm -hmm. and share information, listen to speakers, get involved in the community. They are very charity-minded. They gave, well, in two years, they've raised and given over $70,000 to the community. Wow. So they're, they're a very charitable-minded group. What other organizations do you manage in addition to those two? I don't. Those are the only two. Semi-retired. <laughs> um, I have managed up to five at a time, mm-hmm. um, including a venue. I ran a venue for 10 years. Wow. A lot and, of weddings, a lot of events. And if you don't mind me asking, which mm-hmm. venue was that? It was the Junior League of Bakersfield. It's oh, community center. Oh, wow. It's wow. a big brick building on 19th and E Street. They, too, are a charitable group. Attracting and retaining quality talent is a challenge in today's labor market. Those of us who own or run a small business know that we have limited resources, and each and every employee we hire is critical to the success of our business. But how do we attract and keep such a critical resource? Terry Denisha at Denisha Insurance Agency has a free guide at Benefitsology.net that can give you the information you need to attract and keep quality talent. Learn the benefits you can use to attract top talent for your business at Benefitsology.net. Act on the best value for you and your employees at Benefitsology.net. Win with the best employees in your industry from Benefitsology.net. Go to Benefitsology today. I'm here with Kathy Guerrero, the owner of Black and Sterling Management Company, and we're talking about taking your networking to the next level and where to do that. And I wanted to take a, a real quick step back and talk about your background a little bit because you're not native to Bakersfield. You started out in Long Beach, and what brought you to Bakersfield? A boy. <laughs> 
a boy. I was in Portland, Oregon. Wow. Graduated high school, moved to Portland, boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Psychology major? Was in, yep, was in Bakersfield. He asked me if I would come here, and I said no a few times. Finally got here, and six months later, he moved on, and I'm still here, 39 <laughs> years later. Bakersfield was one of those places you couldn't live without. It's definitely home to me. It's not where I was born, but mm. it's definitely home. One of the things I wanted to ask you is that you have the, because of your background and in, in going to college and being a psychology major and understanding people and the way they think, and that got you into managing organizations. And tell us a little bit about how you did that and why you did that. The, actually, I tripped into it. Mm. I fell into it. It was not premeditated. I just fell into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in sales. That okay. psychology stuff was serving me in, in a sales position. Uh-huh. Within one year, my brother's partner died, mm. my mother died, and my sister and I were having some kind of come-to-Jesus talks. Mm. And I decided that I just sales was not what I wanted to do. Mm. I did not want to go out and try to make people buy something they didn't want to buy. Mm. So I looked around at all the things that I was doing in my life and decided I was going to pick what I enjoyed the most and turn it into a job somehow. Mm-hmm. So I guess I did think that one through. <laughs> and what I really, really liked was the charity work that I was doing for Junior League. Mm. So it made sense to me that a paying job where I could utilize the skills that I'd learned and what I liked to do was to be an executive director for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So I went out and applied for a couple of positions and didn't get them. Mm. And I didn't get them because I didn't have grant writing experience. Uh-huh. So I thought I'll take the first position that comes along that can prepare me to be an executive director while I go to classes on grant writing. Mm-hmm. EAKC hired me. Wow. Hourly. Mm-hmm. And I love them. I love the group. <laughs> I love the people. But I hated the money I was making. And I went back to them about uh, when my, my review was due about a year later. And I said, you guys, I love you, but I just can't work for this kind of money. Right. So here's the kindness of EAKC and how they help each other. Mm-hmm. They didn't offer me more money. They offered to help me set up a business. The CPA was going to help me set up a business. The lawyer helped me set up a business. A couple of the members in the EAKC helped me set up my own business so I could take on other clients and make more money that way. Nice. So it worked out really well. 23 years later, I'm still here. (laughs) It sounds like, to to paraphrase the Bible, uh, teach one to fish for a day. Give a man to fish. Feed them for a day, teach a man to fish, feed them for a life. life. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. How has other experiences with this kind of networking helped grow your business? Well, Women Leaders in Business is a direct result of a contact that I made in EAKC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She thought I'd be well-suited for this group. Um, She introduced me to them. It was a good fit. I'm their executive director. And so this is an important lesson right here that, that I don't want to put a too fine a point on. Because of what you learned from the next level up in networking, you were able to parlay that into your own business and grow up and develop it from there. Yeah, that's right. Give us an example of how you've helped other business owners do that as well through this kind of networking. 
You know, I've done a lot for members. Uh I've done brochures. I have sat in people's offices with them. Mm -hmm. I've listened to countless stories. (laughs) I've encouraged people not to quit when they've wanted to quit. Mm. We've had some pretty serious illnesses and injuries in the group. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've coordinated fundraising efforts for them. I feel good about what I've done for the people in the group and the group itself. It sounds like they're more than just business connections and associates. They sound like they're family. They are. They, I mean, they literally do turn into family. That's next level, too. Right. I mean, because if they weren't, the consistency of this group mm-hmm. allows you to make those kind of familial connections. It's not transactional so much. It's more than just saying, it's, it's finding about, about their family and their golf game. And then when they end up in the hospital, you're there for them. Yep. As a small business owner, you are a visioneer, a pioneer with vision. But sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. You know where you want to go. You know what you want to do and have. But you need a confidential second set of eyes to help you get there. Small Business Celebration can be those eyes. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session. See the forest through the trees. Realize your vision. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session today. We're here with Kathy Guerrero, the owner of Black and Sterling Management Company, and I wanted to ask you about a period of your business life where you had too many clients and it turned into what you've referred to as an I Love Lucy episode. Tell us a little bit about that. So there's a – I Love Lucy is an old show, of course, but there is a particular episode where she is working at a candy factory. Mm-hmm. And – there's a conveyor belt with these candies going down the line and she's working in quality control and the candy goes by faster than she can check it. Mm -hmm. So she starts cramming all this candy in her mouth and before you know that it's just a meltdown. (laughs) So I did that in my business. I took Mm. on too many clients. I couldn't handle them all. Um, I felt like I couldn't say no to people. Um, And, I was going too fast. I was working too many hours. I wasn't doing a good job for any of them, Mm. not the job I wanted to do for them. And I really tripped and fell. So I had to scale back. What did you learn from this? That I am not superwoman. (laughs) Okay. Number one, Uh I learned a lot about my temperament. Mm. I I admire people that can have 20 employees. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. Mm. I can have three, uh-huh. but I'm not a big 20 person. You like to be hands-on with everything. I do. In long term, how has this this uh, favorite failure, as it were, guided you from taking on too many clients? I just don't take on too many clients anymore. Mm. I've learned to say no. Mm. And and how do you how do you say no? It goes back to what we learned in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. If we're kind and nice about it, we can just, I don't have the capacity. Mm. You don't make it, I mean, I definitely, I'm just honest. I don't have the capacity for it. I don't have the temperament for it. Mm -hmm. And I would love to help you in some other way, but I can't take on a full service management job for you. Sure. Or maybe I do it temporarily. Maybe I work for someone for a very finite period of time Mm -hmm. and then 
they have to find something else. Or someone else. Or someone else. And I'll help them do that search. I've sat in on interviews for our members. Uh-huh. Uh, job interviews for their employees. So I'll help them find someone. There's a trade out there that often gets overlooked where I'm here to help you find my successor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd like to also take a step back because you have mentioned that you had members of the EAKC that helped you develop your own business and your own career. And it sounds like you've you've had some people that have helped you, some mentors, as it were. And what are some of the things that you have learned from your mentors that have helped your business? Oh, small but monumental things. I had one uh, member tell me once, don't say you're sorry too many times. Just mm. say you're sorry for a mistake and move on. Mm. There are tiny little things in business that make a big difference. Mm-hmm. I have a group of women friends that I still am in contact with, and half of them have retired. Mm-hmm. They're not in EAKC anymore. Mm-hmm. But I still stay in touch with them, and I learn lessons from them daily. I learn lessons even from the members. Eh, there's only been a few of them, but even the ones that I may not get along with swimmingly, uh-huh. I learn lessons from them. Sometimes it's equally important to learn what not to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got a quote on one of your Facebook pages that I thought was very, very interesting, and I wanted to explore this a little bit. It says, don't allow anything in your life that you don't want in your child's life. Ooh, you did do your research, didn't you? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about why this quote is so important to you. If you think that it's not good for your child, mm-hmm. usually, typically, our children are what we love more than anything in the world. Right. If it's not good for them, it's probably not good for us, too. It's just that simple. What are some of the lessons or what are some of the guardrails that uh, you've used this this quote from to help you in, in your business life? If there is a toxic customer, and mm. we've all got them, mm-hmm. and we try to work with them, there just sometimes comes a time when you have to say no. Mm. I wouldn't want my kid putting up with this, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to put up with it. If someone's being cruel or abusive then no i wouldn't want that for my kid and i'm not gonna i'm not going to put it in my business either i'm just not gonna put up with it yeah exactly one of the other quotes that uh that i thought was rather interesting that uh, you have posted on there is if i knew what i would look like at 50 i wouldn't have been so hard on myself at 30 and now i'm 60 um (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. We just got a friend of mine and I, we just were sitting with her 25-year-old daughter Mm -hmm. and telling her the same exact thing as she's beating up on herself about various body body shortages, Mm -hmm. which she has none that I can see, but (laughs) she's being very hard on herself. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're, we're hard on ourselves. And I think particularly women are hard on themselves. How so? Well, I think we're more critical of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, men seem to be more accept- accepting of their looks, their weight, mm-hmm. their place in a room and a business. Mm-hmm. Um, women, not so much. Hmm. We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting way better. How do you combat this? How do you, for yourself and for other women? Well, I think it's it's not a dragon that you just slay one day. It's something you have to constantly, consistently chip away at. Mm. Uh, and you kind of inch your way into combating it. Mm. 
It's a lot of self-talk. It's a lot of supporting one another, mm-hmm. supporting each other. Yeah. It comes back to developing those friendships and that family. Sure. One of the things I also wanted to ask you is owning a business has afforded you a lot of different kinds of things that you can do in life. And what are some of the successes that you've enjoyed in life because of your of your successful business? I've had to do a good deal of travel, and I like that. Travel to where? Um, Ireland, China, Canada, Mexico, Bahamas, Cayman Islands. I mean, so I've done a good deal, and American travel as well. Sure. Hawaii. <laughs> Everybody goes there. So I'm I'm grateful for my travel because I've found out that people are really essentially at the core we're pretty much alike. What are some of the other trappings that you enjoy from business ownership? Most of all the connections that I've made and not just so that I I I have a friend that says I have friends that I haven't even used yet. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think it's funny. But I also kind of think it's true. It's great to have a really big, diverse set of resources Mm. for whatever you need. If I needed to sit down and have coffee with someone Mm -hmm. and spill my guts, I have that resource. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, I gave a deposit to a flooring contractor to do some flooring in my house. Mm Mm-hmm. A guy that my neighbor was using, Mm -hmm. and I didn't do my due diligence on him. Mm. I already had the material. I had purchased it from an EAKC member. I already had the material. I just needed to have it installed. Mm -hmm. So I gave a deposit to this contractor, and he didn't show up, and he didn't give me my deposit back. Mm. And we were texting back and forth, and he was making promises that he didn't, didn't fulfill. So I went to Tony Marion at Stockdale Tile, mm-hmm. who has been an EAKC for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I showed him this string of texts. And Tony said, I'll have your money back this afternoon. <laughs> and he did. It took me two weeks, and I got nowhere with this installer. Mm-hmm. Tony got it back that afternoon. Wow. The resources from Next Level Networking mm-hmm. are are priceless, priceless. There's a plumber in here Mm -hmm. that I know he's going to show up. Mm -hmm. I know he's going to do great quality work. And I know if I need something later on, he's going to show up again. Mm -hmm. We had goodwill as a member at one time. Hmm. When they first built, they were getting ready to build the goodwill. I think Cheryl Chalupa is there now, but it's the goodwill out on Stein Road. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went out to the director's office at that time, and they were getting ready to break ground. And I just point blank asked him, why do you want to be an EAKC? Because it's not obvious to me the benefit for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, because I want to use your I want to use the vendor list. We're building this new building, mm-hmm. and I'm new to town. Mm-hmm. He had come from Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. I'm new to town. I don't know contractors here. Mm. I don't know service providers here. But I know that that's a good list, and I want to use them. So there's, there are definite benefits. What is something that Vision Your Nation could use today to grow a strong and profitable business? Stick to it. 
just don't give up. Uh-huh. Most people want to, they give up right before they're going to take off. Uh-huh. And I know that, you know, we don't have crystal balls and we can't tell. Mm-hmm. But just, I, I would say, hang on. With both hands. Both hands. <laughs> Fingernails. If you want to get in touch with Kathy, you can email her at kathy at eakc.com. That's C-A-T-H-I at eakc.com. And one of the things that owning a successful small business has done for you is allowed you to get involved with local nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your current favorite nonprofit. I've been involved with so many nonprofits over the years because I think volunteering is... If we've been fortunate enough Mm -hmm. to not know where our next meal is coming from and to be able to belong to country clubs and Mm. organizations like EAKC or MDVIP, if we have got that kind of success, Mm -hmm. we owe it to our community to give back. So I've been involved with a lot of them, but there's one right now that I'm really involved in Mm -hmm. up to my elbows figuratively and literally, Mm -hmm. but it's called All Seated in a Barn. Hmm. And they're a horse and donkey rescue. Mm -hmm. And they they rescue horses and donkeys from kill pens. Wow. So when an Amish farmer in Pennsylvania is done with his draft horse, Mm -hmm. they put him on a big truck and they ship him to a kill pen. Mm -hmm. And so All Seated in a Barn Mm -hmm. actually rescues these horses, the worst of them, right? brings them to Bakersfield. It's right down in like 3.5 miles from here. Uh-huh. There's a beautiful facility where they nurse them back to health. They bring in the dentist, they bring in the vet, and they get these horses and donkeys back in shape and they find homes for them. And what attracted you to this group? I wanted to, it was really simple actually, I wanted to, I sit at a desk all day long mm-hmm. and I'm clicking away with on a computer all day long. And I'm talking to people all day long. I wanted to go do something physical. Sure. I wanted to go out and shovel. <laughs> so this, I went out and started shoveling horse poop. Uh-huh. And then got more and more involved with them. It just kind of sucks you in. Nice. They're, they're sweet. There's all kinds of science that's been coming out in the last decade or so that if you spend too much time indoors behind a computer, you don't get enough vitamin D, you don't get enough UV blue, and it really starts to affect you psychologically as well as physically. I believe that to be true. And I just heard not long ago that sitting is the new smoking. Mm. We can sit and, and veg too much or sit and blue screen too much for sure. I think I need to start doing all my interviews on my feet. There you go. <laughs> on a treadmill. <laughs> I'll be right there by your side. Well, Kathy, this has been a pleasure. It has. And I want to uh, thank you for being on the Small Business Celebration Podcast and sharing your wisdom and insight. And we thank you very much for being here and joining and fulfilling Visioneer Nation. Thank you. Yeah, it was my pleasure. It really was. Attracting and retaining quality talent is a challenge in today's labor market. Those of us who own or run a small business know that we have limited resources and each and every employee we hire is critical to the success of our business. But how do we attract and keep such a critical resource? Terry Denisha at Denisha Insurance Agency has a free guide at Benefitsology.net that can give you the information you need to attract and keep quality talent. Learn the benefits you can use to attract top talent for your business at Benefitsology.net. 
act on the best value for you and your employees at Benefitsology.net. Win with the best employees in your industry from Benefitsology.net. Go to Benefitsology today. I've been asked, who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioneer by joining the Tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.